The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Pleasant good afternoon to everybody, and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk Mac for September, whatever it is, whatever year this is. Um, let's see here. Okay, September 28th. Very good. All right. So today we are going to talk about something that I honestly did not think we would see until October, and that is the latest sin- the operating system, Sonoma which in some respects could have waited another month because there's one or two bugs they definitely need to fix. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about uh, what is new in Sonoma. And uh, we're going to take your questions, comments. Be very curious to hear from anybody who's updated to Sonoma what you all think. I will gladly also tell you what I think. But... Um... I'm going to focus a lot on the, what Applevis has to say, and um, then I'm going to uh, give you a couple of my observations, and then, like I said, we will hear from you. So that is the big news. Now, first of all, just a quick reminder. Um, how can you update your Mac to Sonoma? I am so glad you asked. Here's the simplest way. Go to your dock go to System Preferences, but do not open it, because you can actually bring up the context menu with VO Shift M, or the Shortcuts menu, as I'm supposed to call it, I guess now. So the uh, bring up the Shortcuts menu with VO Shift M. VO key, of course, is either your Caps Lock or Command Option. And just type in SOF, which will bring up Software Update. And uh, VO space on that, and um, you will then interact with that scroll area and VO left, and uh, you should see if you have the update. Um, the oldest machines that can update are the 2018 MacBook Pro and the 2019 iMac. I, I believe it, it kind of varies a little bit from model to model. It's rather interesting. If you have anything though that's before 2018, it's definitely not going to update. So that is uh, what you need to know about that. Um, okay, one other thing I will mention right off the bat that you might notice with um, the update is you might lose your Alex voice if you uh, use him. And uh, what's happening to some people is they get Samantha instead. But this is easily fixable because of the shortcut way to adjust the, the attributes menu in the Mac, which you can get to with Command VO Shift Left and Right Arrow. And that'll get to um, different attributes and just do VO Shift Right Arrow until you get to Command Right Arrow until you get to the voice. And you can do that till you get down to voice and then just VO shift command down the arrow from there and it should get you to the Alex voice. You should not have to re-download it. It uh, just switches and uh, so don't panic. You can get yeah, Alex back. Or... Okay, we're hearing some background so if everybody could please check their mute status, it would be very much appreciated. All right. 
So, um, Tyann, I think you have some background going on there. So, um, oh, it's uh, Patricia. Oh, okay. Yep. Sorry about that, Harvey. Somebody asked me a question. I should have muted. Apologize. All right, that's okay. All right. So we got to that sorted out. So I'm going to thank our host and moderator, by the way, Patricia, taking care of us on the Zoom side today. Belle is taking care of us on the Clubhouse side with the connecting, moderating, and also on the Media 5 side with running the stream on her Mac, I should point out. So um, got, got to give the Mac props here whenever possible. All right. What is new now with Sonoma? What do you need to know? Well... Let's start with the big one. So um, one of the big ones is going to be QuickNav and how that works. All right. So what we now have is independent key single QuickNav. That's what it's called. So how this works is what you can what you now do is you can now have access to your quick keys with your quick nav off so we have two sets of quick uh, basically and you can you've always been able to toggle your quick keys with voq but now they will work without actually needing to enable quick nav and um however they do behave how you would expect quick keys to behave where you cannot type into form fields it is a little bit unclear if this is a bug or by design, but um, you know I would actually probably use this feature if they could fix that to design flaw to where if it recognizes an edit field, then I would be able to type. So um, then that, that would definitely make it a lot easier to have to eliminate some of the VO command H's and stuff, which I don't mind. But um, heck, if you can have an easier time, why not? Um, so, uh, that would actually be kind of, uh, interesting if uh, we could get that taken care of for sure. So what happens with, what do, what about your quick nav? Well, that is for your arrow keys. And, um, so that'll let you do some of the VO arrow key functions without needing to hold down the VO key. So if you do your left and right arrow, it's not going to say arrow single, um, like something like the effect of like a arrow navigation, quick keys on or off. And um, here, actually, I tell you what, let me look at my computer here. I don't have voiceover piped in, so you will not hear anything. Arrow key quick nav on is what it says, or arrow key quick nav off. And VOQ is for your quick keys. So if you turn your quick keys on now, you'll be able to use them without having to use the rest of a quick nav. So, um... That is how that works. So you're able to do things like B for button, H for heading, L for link, and all that. But you'll still have to do, um, you can't use your rotor or anything like that. You need the quick nav, arrow key quick nav on for that. And now with I, um, Mac OS 17, you can actually um, adjust some attributes of voiceover voices now with um, being able to adjust like the uh, 
pauses and things like that with different voices. Um, I've not really done much with this even in iOS 17 because I've been happy with the way they are. But um, what you need to do is you go to the voiceover utility, then a voiceover utility, and um, thank you, voiceover. Okay, there we go. Um, so you can access this by going to the voiceover utility with VOF8. And um, what you want is the voices category in that. And then what you do is um, under that, choose manage voices, go to the voice you want and go to the more info button and you'll be able to adjust the voice attribute from there. And you can also make similar adjustments with the spoken content voices. Braille improvements. Now, this is something I definitely did not use on the Mac or iOS, but um, we will talk about that. Um, I guess the following has been improved. Mathematical equations can now be uh, written and understood in Nemeth code, so that's pretty exciting. Hmm. That would have been the motivator for me to maybe use uh, Braille math uh, several years ago, but uh, that's okay. And you can now use a two-dimensional Braille display to uh, understand the graphical content with your Mac. All right, that definitely sounds exciting. And um, unfortunately, they bring these changes after I graduate school, and uh, more so to the point back when I might have been used for such a thing. Of course, there's the issue of the uh, graphical Braille display and the money for that, just for one measly, measly math class, maybe two, but still. Um, so that is pretty cool. Uh, we also have custom indentation levels. And uh, basically, voiceover... Okay, so basically with the indentation levels, you can actually insti institute um, more or less what voiceover indicates as a level. And to adjust that, you go to voiceover utility and verbosity. So... That is um, pretty good there. Siri voice improvements. Eh, I don't know what I think of that. Here's an uh, answer from ah, no, 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 no. Hey, Siri, stop. Siri, stop. Oh, my goodness. Okay. One of the worst decisions that Apple has made is allowing taking off the hey word and um, the s word and uh, it has caused all sorts of havoc with my home pod so um i'm really it's it's an excuse to, i think in my opinion to be able to listen more because yeah and um the s word i'm thinking of is a four letter word it's just that mine has an R in it, it might, and the I is in a different place. Um, so, there you go. So bad things will happen now if I say a four-letter word. So there's two different four-letter words I can no longer say. How do you like that? Okay. Anyway, what was I talking about? Stereo voice. Ugh, I just said it. Oh, no. Hey, Siri, stop. 
So there, she's supposed to respond better with voiceover voices. And then, yeah, I don't know if I've noticed any improvements with that or not, but okay. Improvements for low vision users. I will talk about these, and because um, I know we at least have one low vision user on here. There's now an option to t change the uh, text size for uh, iMac apps. You can change the zoom level for each display individually if you're using multiple ones. And you can also disable um, auto-playing animated images in um, accessibility and display now too. So um, that could uh, be useful for low vision users. Let's see, other changes. You can now pair um, the Made for iPhones MFI hearing aid with your Mac. Um, you can use live speech for um, typed content. So now you can use live speech to, you know, say certain things, and um, I guess now you can uh, clone your voice to have it to say things and others. Now this gives me some very interesting ideas, um, <clears throat> but uh, we won't uh, go there, but uh, I guess this is, a, you know, um, I've not played with the live speech thing yet, but that could be interesting, so guess I can make myself say things just by typing it out. That could uh, get interesting. From what I've heard from the iOS side of things, there's still a lot of improvements that need to be made with this. But um, um, better predictive text. And um, OK. So you may want to go into keyboard. You may want to turn this off. I personally don't like it, but now VoiceOver will do predictive text while you were typing. And um, so it'll start speaking out and you can hit space. But if you find this uh, irritating, you can actually go to keyboard and uh, turn this off. And um, that is under keyboard and um, texting, the category. So let's see, yeah. Oh yeah, edit and under the text input, and then you can turn disable predictive text. Okay, now that we've talked about the voiceover changes in Sonoma, let's take a look at our actual um, interesting uh, changes for the average Mac user now. Well, actually, I guess we're still talking about uh, voiceover ones here. Let me see. Automatically switch between the groups of voiceover settings while in an app. Okay. And let's see. Okay, so voiceover no longer differentiates between Windows spots and uh, web spots. That's good, because I never understood what the difference was between the two anyway. Um, I don't know. Apple lists this as an improvement with the whole quick nav and quick keys thing. Yeah, I don't know what I think about that one. 
and you can assign a function keys like f1, f2, and whatnot to your Braille display. So that is something that um, I guess you can now do. So that's good for the Braille users. Bug fixes and new bugs. Let's see what Apple has to say for itself. So first of all, I can tell you this one already. You are going to have to still deal with Safari not responding if you've been dealing with that. That has not changed, unfortunately. But it looks like there have been three bugs that have been resolved. It's possible to activate links on App Store search pages. Okay, I've not looked at the App Store since updating, so I can't comment on that directly. And I guess people are having issues loading the Apple Beta website with um, the Learn More button in um, software updates. Okay, I don't do betas on the Mac, so I can't comment on that either. Okay, pressing return key now works to uh, select suggestions and reminders. Okay, so those are three. Oh, and apparently VoiceOver may they may have um, fixed an issue on the login screen where some people were having accessibility issues getting to their username and uh, password field. So uh, I've definitely heard a couple of people ask about uh, that particular bug, so that'll be good that it's fixed. And uh, let's see. Now the new bugs that Apple Vis lists. After clicking a link to a web page, but VoiceOver might lose focus on where you are at, so you might have to find your uh, focus again. I've kind of noticed that, um, but not a big deal. And I guess it happens mostly in mail, and that one I have seen, actually, yes. Um, it is a little bit interesting, but... Um, They talk about the single key quick nav one. Okay, people had issues with the skip navigation button on YouTube while a video is playing. Um, I must admit I don't use that option because I can just jump right to the fields that I want. Okay, I guess there's an issue with widgets. I don't uh, use widgets on the Mac myself, but I guess there's some labeling issues there. But, so I guess it's uh, kind of given an, an interesting label, though, right? So the battery status widget, for instance, is called status instead of battery status. So that's... Um, Okay, and the last one involves a feature that we're going to talk about in a little bit that I've actually been meaning to play with and I have not yet. So what new capabilities now does macOS Sonoma bring? Stunning screensavers, yay. Shuffle settings through screensavers. Widgets cannot be placed anywhere on the desktop. 
iPhone widget, widgets, widgets, yikes. iPhone widgets can be added to your Mac when uh, it is nearby. Interactive widgets let you take actions directly from the widget. So, um, that uh, can definitely be uh, good. Video conferencing. Presenter overlay keeps you front and center. If you have an Apple Silicon Mac, that is. So uh, if you want to be the center of attention, that's a great feature to have. Um, so you can also trigger certain uh, reactions with uh, the Mac if you have a, um, like a continuity Like with the Silicon Mac, you can uh, trigger certain reactions like hearts and whatnot. And if you're on a FaceTime call, just by using hand gestures. You can have separate profile for browsing. You can make any website into a web app to try to make it easy for browsing purposes. This sounds like it is kind of a bug a little bit with voiceover. So, um... That is um, uh, something that you need to be aware of. Something I'm intending to try, especially with, like Quentin's game room, actually, though, because I wonder if it would behave a little differently if it's ran like a web app. We will see. Enhanced private browsing. Password and passkey sharing. It lets you share contacts with a trusted accounts. A trusted and um, we have this feature in iOS 17 as well. Live stickers now sync between devices. Search filters supposed to be easier. Swipe to reply online in any iMessage bubble. Game mode for gaming and improved autocorrect. And I guess there's a better dictation support, and we talked about the uh, predictive uh, text. AirPods. All right. Adaptive audio blends noise cancellation and transparency to adapt to your environment. Personalized volume adjusts the volume of your media in relation to your environment. Conversation awareness. And um, so that is interesting. So it'll bring people that are talking to you, I guess, around you from center. Um, that's kind of defeats the idea of headphones, guys. It's to block people out. That's what I thought. And what do I know? Press the mute and unmute your microphone with the um, um, just a one click, click tap will um, or is one click one squeeze or one press of the button will mute and unmute yourself in a conversation. Pressing it twice will disconnect. This is kind of both something to get used to and annoying. Annoying because you're used to doing things the old way, but cool in the fact that you do have an on-demand mute button that is right there. And um, so if you're not near your phone or your Mac, or you're not near the window to mute, that can really come in handy. So I definitely, if you are an AirPods user, um, you might enjoy that. Automatic uh, Mac switching is supposed to be even faster with the AirPods. Sensitive content warnings can be enabled now under privacy. 
expanded communication that is going to be better at detecting nudity in uh, videos for that you know like children might look at or photos and messages. And you can uh, have better sharing with photos and calendars without giving access to your entire library. Let's see. Um, oh, now you can do a one-time verification autofill from mail. So if you get a confirmation code in mail, it should be able to paste it if you're in a different application that needs a verification code. So that would be kind of cool. Inline PDFs and documents. I don't know if I'll notice anything different with voiceover on this one. Grocery lists and reminders. Visual lookup for recipes. Same with video. Pets will surface now in photo albums. High performance mode and screen sharing X uh, gives better colors and stuff like that. Now you can share an AirTag with up to five other people. That could be useful. Activity and history will not display in the home app things for garages and uh, things like that. And um, I guess it's not just, so garage doors, security and contact sensors, okay. Battery health management to uh, give uh, some extra battery health. And not all regions may be available to everyone depending on the type of Mac you have or where you are located. All right. So enough yucking from me. I want to hear from you all now. So my questions is well, three things. One, do you have any questions for me? And for the rest of you, I want to hear from you. Have you upgraded to Mac OS 17 yet or not? And if you have not, do you think you're going to? If you have, what do you like and what do you not like? I will tell you a couple of things I do not like real quick while you're deciding if you want to raise your little hands. The big thing is there is an issue with caps lock where you go to a text field um, and suddenly it'll trigger your caps lock and you have to fight with it to you know either turn it off or um, go into... Um, you know, or find the caps lock button and turn it off that way, which is not accessible. And it can really hijack what you were doing, especially in messages. Oh, it's a pain there. Um, I can live with it better in some other places, mm -hmm. but it's still a pain. So I, this has been an ongoing issue, by the way, from what I understand, since beta one. So it's a little disconcerting. It's not been fixed. Um, I guess it's conflicting with an issue. It's supposed to f flash for, like, sighted people and tell them that their caps lock is off. But um, hopefully that gets fixed. Another thing I've noticed is now when I type in numbers or read something letter by character by character, the speech rate is considerably slower. So um, I'm not sure what is up with that. I need to look into that more and see if there's any way to fix it. But... Um, it is rather frustrating. So now one thing I have noticed is the Mac at least responds quicker when you're typing on it. I don't know if it loads things quicker, but it definitely seems to respond a little bit quicker. All right. Do we have any hands? 
Yes, we do. Matthew, you are up first, followed by Chanel. Go ahead, Matthew. Um, hello. Matthew, all right. Hello. Yeah, I uh, I have a, first off, I have an M1 MacBook Air that uh, I have not, well, I have not updated yet. I intend to do that probably this weekend. Um, uh, as far as the Safari Busy stuff, I actually have not encountered that um, nearly as often, although I know a lot of people, from what I'm hearing, have. And my guess is it probably has to do with a lot of, uh, you know, if you visit certain websites that have a lot of dynamic content and things of that nature. Um, as far as... The questioning goes, one is, um, have you had a chance to, I know there's a, I think it was mentioned, the uh, web app feature where you can add web apps to the dock, you know, like through Safari. I'm curious if you've played with that any. And um, there was something else, but I can't remember now what it was. But um so, yeah, I, I personally, like I said, I haven't upgraded yet, but I intend to do so. Um, so that's just my thing. Um, hopefully, what I am hoping is that at some point they will, and I'll have to, I've reported this to Apple Accessibility a number of times through down through the years, but still hasn't been at least fixed maybe it's because i'm the only one that's having the problem but in mail if i'm in a thread and i try to and i expand the thread and i um have the uh i'm in the standard mail view um time is if i have the uh what's the, the view where the message is read before you open it. Um, I forget what it's called now. But preview pane. Yeah, the preview. I have that turned off on mine. But what's strange is if I expand the thread, um, if I expand the thread and I go down to the first message, the preview of that message is actually spoken. And I don't think it's supposed to be doing that. But um, I'm curious if you've ever seen, if you've seen that. I have seen that, and it's a rather interesting quirk of voiceover because no matter what you have the preview lines set to, it doesn't seem to affect anything. Right. Um, I personally like the preview myself um, because it gives me a chance to see if I want to read the message or not, but that is rather... I'd, I'd like to be able to customize it more myself to um, how many lines it is and all that type of thing because you know I might want it to read for... I think it's... Like I, I, I think five, it just reads think, two five lines, lines. but I, I'd like it to read all four lines myself. So yeah, four or five lines. I think that's what it said. Can you can set it to? But um, the other issue that I ran into is when you're in a thread and you delete the first message in the thread for some reason. And I think I brought this up before, but if you delete the message, one of the messages in the thread, it tends to jump either to the last message in the thread or the next message in 
either not in a thread or another the lot jumps to that the next either message or thread and i don't know why it does that it's very very annoying <laughs> that's been a long-standing bug but that's just my take uh that's the only thing i i i'm aware of that's been floating around for a while all right um very that okay yeah that is interesting so what exactly when so like when you go to a thread like you're having trouble when you expand the thread if i expand the thread and then and i move to the first message in that thread and i read it and then i smack the backspace or delete key to get rid of it it moves the message to or moves the voiceover cursor to either a the last message in the thread, and particularly if this is a large thread, or it moves the voiceover cursor to the next either message or thread, depending <laughs> on what what it is. Hopefully I've cleared that and explained it. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know if I've noticed that, but... Um... Because it's supposed to go to the next message within the thread if you're deleting an me individual message. So, well, it's, yeah, um, it, it moves the message up in the in the uh, list if you're obviously because you're de you deleted the one that you were sitting on. All mm. right. Well, that is interesting. Um, I will tell you real quick that I've not played with the web app thing yet. So, um, okay. Was just curious on that one because I know that's a feature that's supposed to be that's yep. there. So I'm just curious if anyone's played with it. Well, we will find out uh, if anybody has. I look forward to hearing from you. All right, thank you, Matthew. And uh, okay, I believe next, uh, you said Chanel. We next. have. Yep. All Chanel right. Is next. So I will first of all just add to this conversation about email. Um, what we're talking about is a setting in the view menu called Use Column Layout. And if that is unchecked, mail will act like there is a preview pane. Um, and no, you cannot customize what you do there. So, and just, you're probably already doing this, but the way to move through a thread you exp so first of all, in the mail app, you don't need to interact. That is kind of a um, next, so you can just use the up and down arrow keys to get around. So you expand a thread with the right arrow and collapse it with the left arrow. Um, then rather than opening, rather than pressing enter on, you only press enter on the message that you want to read. So I'm not sure um, how much, but that's annoying that messages are getting deleted. Um, my, to go back to Sonoma, my caps lock issue manifests differently. I am able to find the little button that says turn off caps lock. Um, and mine is not actually on. It is off. It, it's, it, the Mac thinks it's on, but I've, tr you know, I've tried it it thinks it's on it's not um and i want to say sometimes i've gotten this in other areas even than just text fields but i'm constantly using the numpad commander um some people mentioned a workaround 
they do is quick nav. Well, that can have its own flaws and disadvantages. When your quick nav is on constantly, you need to interact more because quick nav is using voiceover commands as opposed to keyboard commands. Um, so quick nav, you know, whatever. But my, if you have an, a magic keyboard with numeric keypad, you can use that key, uh, numeric keypad and um, get around that way. Um, I have not tried assigning any keys in Braille. I've not, I haven't really had any other bugs. I did look at the voice in particular that I use. Um, Ava doesn't seem to have any additional customizations. Um, overall, I think this is a smooth release, Sonoma. Um, the caps lock thing is annoying, but um, yeah, I tried playing with widgets to see, you know, if there was anything, if they were more accessible to us, less. They're almost, they, they got better, I think, in uh, Ventura, but, um, and I don't know what benefit we would have from having a widget on the desktop. I was even trying to figure out how to get it to add it to the desktop. And so far, you know, I can use my voice over my mouse down commands and drag commands. Those don't seem to work. So yeah, that's kind of a mystery to me. The app things, web app that sounds cool, but um, this is just, yeah, kind of a, okay, that's nice release. It's more incremental than it seems to be, you know, with big changes, so. I am uh, done. All right. Yeah. Janelle Allen is the co-host now. Oh. Um, hmm? Okay. What that happened? That was unexpected. You're the co-host now. Uh-oh. Uh well, my my internet is unstable, so that's why I did that. Okay. Um, how about you make Belle the co-host, too, just because we're getting some thunder and lightning here. So. Okay. Um, uh, Belle will be right. actually better that. one at the moment. Um just because we had a little fun the other day when the power literally went out for like 30 seconds while I was hosting. Open. One of three. Tab control. Right. I know. Room. One of know two. Tab control. You Room. do not. One of two. Yeah, tab control. All right, Tyann. Um, just real quick. So I, going back to the mail thing, and then I'll get to you, Tyann. I do, I mean, I, I did think of the column thing with the, in, but I thought that, Okay, I, I guess I thought the if use thing column layout to... is checked, if use column layout is checked, you will not hear any preview. Um, but yeah, it is separate. The way to get rid of the preview entirely. But okay, so the way to get rid of the message pane—it's really called the message or the preview pane—is right. you collapse it completely. But even if you do that. And the advantage of collapsing it completely is as you arrow through messages, they won't automatically be marked as red. But right. even if you have that area collapsed, you will still hear a preview if use column layout in the view menu is, is unchecked. unchecked yes. And I know this stuff because I have to teach it every semester. Yes. And I don't recommend using the column view layout in mail. Um, 
it makes things interesting. All right. Well, no, Thank you, you, it has a purpose. You can use the column layout. Um, you, if you, that is where if you interact in a message and use column layout is checked, you can then do via right to find, let's say you want to move down by subject or move down by date right. or from. You can move down that particular yes. column. So it does yeah, have that, a that, purpose. That makes sense. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, and that would make sense if you want to do that. I, yeah. I mean, one of the things I, I usually I don't either. No. Up. No. Okay. Um, very good. But all right, Tyan. So I have not updated yet. Uh, I think I'm just mainly trying to figure out when is a good time to update because Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. <laughs> And, yes. uh, all, you know, uh, oh. I haven't had a break today. All right. Well, no Kit Kat bar. Well, my suggestion is during dinner. Um, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> one of the things I found is this is actually a very quick update considering, like, I didn't even hear my thing, um, talking loud during, like, boot process. Um, so it was, like, up, up and running in, like, half an hour for me, so... And this is an Intel mix, so um, it was actually a very quick, much quicker update. So they didn't. It, I find that interesting, actually. It was not what I expected, timing-wise. So it won't affect uh, loopback and audio hijack. A uh, great question. Make sure you have installed the latest updates first. So if you've not, if you've gotten the prompt to update and you've been putting that off, do that. Um, you can do it before or after you update. You update it, then you're going to be good with both, yes. Okay. And for any sound source users, you'll be good. Um, okay, actually, I will tell you with sound source, I did get an update after I installed the update. Um, the others I'd gotten prompted for a lot sooner, so... Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but they will definitely work as expected with the update, so... All right. All right. Who's next? Yeah. It looks like we have a hand in Clubhouse. Belle, go ahead. All right. And we have Jerry. All right, Jerry. Jerry. You'll need to unmute. All right. He can go on to someone else till he figures that out. All right. We do not have any hands here. All right. Well, Patricia, I'd ask you if uh, you're going to update uh, Mac OS uh, 14, but uh, you're not on the Mac. and um, I am not. Bell, I, you're not. Nope. And um, Bell, I know, has uh, just recently uploaded, so... Um, or updated, so uh, we'll see uh, what her experiences are over with the time. And um, all right, any so uh, this is another call for hands before I do more blabbing here. This is your chance to shine. Talk about uh, Mac OS uh, seventeen, uh, Mac OS fourteen. It's I Mac OS fourteen or iOS seventeen. I'm feeling nice. If you want to talk about that, we can. Uh, also do that as mm. well. We do have a hand. Pam, go right. right ahead. 
Okay, I have not updated yet. And earlier when you were talking about people running into a problem with their uh, what voice over voice they have, I had that happen with the last major update or maybe not even the ma a major update. I had been using Alex for, well, as long as I've had a Mac. And all of a sudden, I did not have Alex. And I went into the um, setting, the proper setting, and to see what in the Dickens was going on. And for whatever reason, I was going to have to download him all over again. And I decided not to do that. I just, I'm using um, Samantha. But I found it kind of strange that here I had been using Alex. In fact, he was the default for years on a Mac. And all of a sudden, he was gone. And I was going to have to download him all over again. So what's going on there? Or do you know? <clears throat> you know, so it's a good question, and I, because I have experienced this too, where sometimes it just falls back to a different voice, mm -hmm. and I don't know if this is a bug, like, because I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that, like, Samantha is a built-in voice, so my thinking yeah. is... What Apple does is it defaults back to a built-in voice that is going to work as expected mm -hmm. um, for major updates just so that uh, nothing is likely to go yeah. wrong. And that is my theory. Now, I mm -hmm. do not know for a fact, but um, gotcha. that, that is my theory. Is It's like, okay, we're going to play it safe so that way if any data gets lost or anything like that, you know, the built-in uh -huh. components are guaranteed okay. to work. So I think it's a security. Okay. Um, I just thought it was strange that Alex had been the default for, well, yep. as long as I've had a Mac, and that's 11 years, 11 and a half. Um, and all of a sudden, some months back, uh, he was gone, and I was would have to mm -hmm. download him all over again. And, and that's a huge... Um, it's yeah. a huge block of storage. It is, yep. Uh -huh. Both on the iPhone and the Mac, Alex is huge, yes. Yes, he is. All right, yeah, so that, right. That, that, that is my... my... That's my story, and yep. I'm sticking to it, at least for now. All right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right, Pam, right. thank you as always. I think it's one of the few times you've talked on we, the call, so uh, glad to hear you. We do have another hand. All um, right. Area code 248254. Please let us know who you are and unmute. 248. Hi, um, Herbie uh, and everybody else. This is Laura. Um, and Herbie, I often I often attend your cooking calls and I enjoy them. And I like this call. I have one question and then a comment. I guess what All I right. wonder is you do an excellent job of what you do on this call. And I've often wondered, um, is there any way to get the recording 
Um, a way, uh, quite a while ago, um, you did a call on like the Mac commands and did a, uh, I haven't heard anybody do the awesome job that you did. Um, but you did such a good job. I'm going, I'd like to go back to that call and take a whole lot of notes because it would be like a, um, a dictionary to look at, you know, as I'm trying to get used to. I had a uh, older MacBook Air and I traded it in because it became a vintage machine. And now, uh, last December, I replaced my MacBook Air. I have a newer machine. Um, and But I wondered if there was any way to get the recordings of the calls or, you know, if that was available anywhere. Um, the other thing I will tell you is I haven't updated to 17 yet. Uh, actually, I have a couple updates to do before that. So um, my Mac is lagging behind a little bit because I have an iPhone and an iPad. And right now I'm using my iPhone and iPad more than I am my Mac just because of the fact that I have uh, a lot of activities going. And um, one thing, though, I will say, um, and I don't know if this goes for the Mac, but I think it could. Um, I updated my iPhone and my iPad yesterday to 16.7, so I'm not quite to 17 yet. I'm getting there. Um, but one thing happened on my iPad, and when my 16.7 came up, my screen came up as a split screen with messages on the left and uh, weather in the middle and news on the right. It's really, really unusual. So I picked up the phone and called Apple, and then my iPhone was doing some strange things and was reading some mail that was coming in but wasn't showing it notifications. It was very strange. It wasn't anywhere to be found in notifications. And I'll tell you what the Apple Care person told me, and this might prove uh, as a good comment for the Mac as well. If things don't appear quite right after you update, um, shut the Mac down or the machine down and have it come back up again. And when I shut my iPad down and my cell phone down, it came, they came back up like they should have in the normal sense. So it might be just that it, it updates and does one thing. And it was funny because I think what it didn't realize with the iPad, especially, it didn't realize I was using voiceover and it came up like a regular iPad would, which I thought was really interesting. But that's just a comment that I, it's something I learned yesterday I thought might be helpful to somebody. 10 minutes. All right, definitely. Very good. Yes, starting, especially, I definitely find that very helpful with the Mac. Um, but definitely with the phone as well. So good points there, Laura. All right. Um, so um, you can go through the ACB Media. There is an app you can download and get to the podcast that way or go through acbmedia.org and go to a podcast and go click on Community. And you can find previous Matt calls in there. Um, I don't remember when I did the commands one. But it might be even the topic worth revisiting at some point. So... Um, that is definitely. I appreciate always, that. Uh, I wanted to get that for yep. a while, and some of them I missed, and and like I think you know, it's like it's really good to be able to go back. Is there a way when you get the podcast or whatever? Is there a way if you're trying to take notes off it to rewind and have it go back? 
Um, you can download, I don't remember if there's a way to in the web interface itself, but um, I think you can in the app, or you can d download it as an MP3 file, and then I would download the VLC media player and um, use yeah. that, and that's a great way to rewind and fast forward. And that's on the on the website as well. Um, VLC is from Videoland. That's v i d e o dot com, or you can just Google VLC Media Player. Oh, okay. So video dot com. Videoland dot com. Yep. Videoland dot com. Okay, thank you. Videoland. L a n. Yep. Oh, LAN. L a n like like uh, yep computer to look me. Okay. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Hey, and if you ever want to try out the Zoom app for uh, the iPhone or the Mac, I've definitely done a demo on that as well. So um, I have just, it on uh, my iPhone and my iPad. I just don't have it on my Mac yet. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Herbie, uh, Bell, you, you did have your hand up and lowered it. Do you have anybody in Clubhouse or no? No, they uh, was the same person. They raised their hand again, but did not uh, accept the request. So, oh, okay. Just wanted to check to make sure. Okay, Harvey, back to you. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Gary, that uh, we had couldn't hear from you, but um, uh, maybe next time. So, don't forget, guys, if you're on Clubhouse, um, I do my Let's Talk uh, Mac event. To, we have the, the uh, a regular one every other week where we'll talk about everything related to Mac and or iOS. And uh, that's more of an open, casual chat. So I want to encourage you all to come to that. That is just on Clubhouse solely. Next time, well, you know, I think I'm going to take a look at the um, program. I don't think I've really done anything on this tweeze cake for the Mac. And um, Hello, Herbie. Is that? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, there, Jerry. Yes, now we hear you. Yay. <laughs> we got there. You know, a good, uh, a nice Aussie morning down under for, to everyone. Um, yeah. Yes, I've updated to Sonoma, and it's not too bad. The only thing I found sometimes you get words repeated when you're typing something, but other things as well. One in mail that I don't, that I think something I don't like is when you do the VOJ, it jumps into the first message at the top rather than if you wanted the choice to select the message yourself. So that's a sort of a bug, I reckon. Um, and also, I've lost all yeah. the mailbox names. I've lost all the mailboxes, oh. so I have to redo them. <laughs> I couldn't expand them. So, Have you tried just resyncing and see if that brings them back? Uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Uh, I've just deleted the Google account and brought it back so we'll see what happens i've created one of the mailboxes but i've got about 20 others to do today so mm. so one recommendation one i have of, is oh, sorry, create the yeah. mailboxes within gmail itself rather than on the mac and that way you're oh. not going to lose them and uh, i think you'll have find you'll have a much easier time so that Thank is my you, recommendation yeah. And also one little one, that, oh, not little, it's been around for years and a few people have spoken that you now have erase all content settings on the Mac now that you didn't have it before because it was on the iPhone. However, having done one experiment 
VoiceOver does not let you go back to your Wi-Fi to find it. You have to use the trackpad and the iPhone camera for someone to give you a hand. So I'm hoping that they fix that, oh, that sooner rather than later. Because that is a yeah, real... Yeah, definitely. I, but, but let's hope so anyway. But, oh, be quiet, VoiceOver. <laughs> so I just thought there's a few. and But generally it's not too bad, Sonoma. However, there's that not responding to. That's another one that's a pain. But uh, they've got a few things to fix, but it's it's not so bad. I like it. It's snappy. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, very good there. Uh, and um, awesome. All right. Well, you have a fabulous morning there in uh, Australia. And... Um, yeah, definitely. All right, so next time, Tweezcake, the cute little utility app for the Mac, what it can do, what it can no longer do, which is not its fault. But um, we're going to take a look at uh, that. And um, it's going to include, so we're going to talk about things it can do, like Mastodon, Telegram, Internet Radio, and a few other little things. So um, that's going to be on the board for that and what's also cool if there's any windows users out there hey guys you're going to benefit from this too because it's pretty much the same thing a couple of minor differences but it's the exact same layout so uh, this is one that every anyone can enjoy for uh, both operating systems uh last call for hands not hearing any all right i want to thank patricia and bell for uh, taking care of us today and uh, be sure to uh, join me on Tuesday. We're going to visit the Apple side of things again, but this time from the cooking aspect. No, we're not going to cook our iPhones and computers, but we are going to use real apples to make apple bread. So um, <laughs> that is what I've got for you all. And I, so I hope you'll join me for that. And then next Wednesday, we're going to be playing uh, Quentin Thee's game room version of Uno. So uh, that is that for me next week in the calls I will be conducting 